I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And here we go. A Tuesday is on with Travis Rogers, Alan Sliwa, Travis and Sliwa. Is on from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. each weekday. We begin nine hours of L.A. sports talk all day long. The L.A. sports mega block. Here we go. Live from L.A. Live. Sweet tea, Travis Rogers. Hit him in the face, Sliwa. I'll still take the face. Travis and Sliwa right now. Yeah. How you feeling today, Al? It is another day that we get to bask in the glory of the NFC champion, Los Angeles Rams. It's a pretty good day. It's a pretty good day. You should be in a good mood. They got me this morning, bro. They got Who me. got you? They got me. Who? They got me. You know when you go to, uh, <laughs> like, typically I just do the quick little, let's go to Starbucks, grab a cup of coffee. Uh-oh. 265, let's call it a day. Uh-huh. Got hit for a 16 spot, went to a different coffee shop. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> they got me, bro. $16 yeah, for, me. okay, they take me, me through the order. What'd you get? All right, so the place is called Seed Bakery. It's out here in Pasadena. Bro, I mean, what, what do you do? You go walk into one of these places I, I, I'm like you're like a kid at a candy shop, right? There's a 45 baguettes they just took out of the oven. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm staring over there. I'm looking over to my right. There is uh, every type of pastry that you can think of sitting over to the right. All of right. course, I'm going to get my cup of coffee. Sure. Um, it, they, they just got me. They got how me. many? How many baguettes did you walk out with? Because if the answer is less than two or three, you did it wrong. What? <laughs> Just one? Can I tell you something that's funny? So that, I that's go, the the car baguette. Did you at least eat it in, on the way home from back from the coffee shop? No, but I am going to tell you the end. <laughs> Who do you think had the end? Rookie, rookie, bro. Yeah, yeah r- I, rookie I knocked the end it. off that thing for sure. I can't even get in the car without him. Like, okay, what's the deal here? I don't even know what this is, but I feel like I should try it before anybody else does. <laughs> I mean, these places are phenomenal. You know, we, we've talked about these kind of boutique little, small little coffee shops, but then they got bakery and everything else. They yeah. got me this morning. I should have just went to Starbucks, so, called it a day. You you need to you need to walk me through this because I literally, and maybe this is the definition of addiction. I don't know. I, I but how do you get one of something? Like, well, what, what's the point of having one? Like, the, if one is good, two is better. If two's better than one, then three's better than two. Like, how do you stop at one? I don't get this. Well, you, you got to. Got to get a couple pastries. Okay, um, well, what did we get? Did you get a croissant? Did not get a croissant. They had those. They had the almond croissant. Well, they sure. had plain croissants. They had all that. They had this little, uh, it's kind of a muffin, but it's cranberry and I don't, some yeah. olive oil. I don't know what sure. they were doing, bro. I was sold. I, you know what's funny with some of these places? I don't even know what I'm eating. I don't even know what I mean. I just look at it. <laughs> I want one of those, and I want one of those, and I, I picked want one up of a those. scone. And I, 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 I just... <laughs> Grabbed a few hey, things and said, let's uh, let's call it a day and go t- home. Tell me you got enough coffee because basically what you've described so far is about 900 milligrams of sugar that's going to yeah. put you in a coma in about an hour and a half. You got a, you got something to balance this out? Got the coffee. Coffee's amazing. It's, it's good. It's good. So good. I just wanted to share that with you just before we got anywhere. I, I'm, um, I'm look- already 16 down in the day. <laughs> <laughs> 16 down before 10 o'clock in the morning. I love yep. it. I love yep. it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And just because you didn't win yesterday doesn't mean that you can't That's win right. today. 710 ESPN has your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi Trophy. you got to listen every hour for the Super Sounder, right? All our show, all Mason and Ireland, all Sedano and Cap. When you hear it, you want to be caller number 7 at 877-710-ESPN, and you will qualify to win a pair of super tickets to the big game, the 710 Super Ticket Giveaway from your championship radio station, 710 ESPN. And now we were talking a little bit this morning, like yep. the price of these tickets, the price just to oh. park your car is so bonkers that this is your best chance probably to get into that game if you don't have tickets in your back pocket already winning them is your best bet from us because the prices to go online and buy these tickets or secondary markets or whatever you're going to be putting up your house as collateral okay so here's the thing okay it's no shock or surprise right it's a super bowl sure i mean the, the nfc championship that was ridiculous too it's not like anybody can 
you know, sit back and say, hey, guys, let's grab the kids. Let's go to a quick game over at SoFi. That's not happening when it comes Starts to Starts in an hour. You just want to run down there real quick and uh, see what we can pick up, see the guy walking around outside the stadium, see if he's got a pair. You got four together somewhere around the 40-yard line. Something, I got, I got a couple hundred. Got a couple hundred for you. Four to get. Ah, nah, nah. I need them together. Need them together. You got and you're throwing him parking too, right? Yep. Yeah. At three hundred dollars total, it's cash. Um, I need twenty. It's of all that for you. I got, I, there's something I got to buy when I get. Inside. I got to get. I got to get family hot dogs and cokes. Yeah. I yeah. need the twenty for the hot dogs. There and was cokes. a there's an article this morning, L.A. Times, right? Football tickets to get in. This was as of I read it last night, so I don't know what's changed by the time you know this morning. Average ticket to get in. Was ten thousand and ten thousand five hundred and forty dollars? That's it. That was the average ticket to get in, according to Ticket IQ. It's some service that does that. Uh, pricing for parking ranged from one hundred three to thirteen hundred dollars. Sure, sure. <laughs> I could take an Uber from Kansas City and and and, and, and get to SoFi for thirteen hundred dollars. Take an Uber from Kansas City, <laughs> bro. You can park. They had some actually. They had some pretty good comps of like where you could spend your money on. One of them was going to stay at a hotel in Dubai, and you know, like the top. Oh, that one that's resort. at the top of the world, and you can Whichever see the curve of the earth. You're I don't so know. High up in the air. I'm still confused uh, about Dubai. I think when they building islands, they stop building. I don't know what's got built, what didn't get built, but bro, these ticket prices are no freaking joke. It's by far going to be the most expensive ticket that they've ever had. Well, look, I, I get it, uh, and look, I, I guess I'm a capitalist at heart, right? They're only worth what somebody's willing to pay for them. I understand yeah. all of that. That if they if somebody wasn't willing to pay ten grand, then they wouldn't be worth ten grand. I yeah. I understand how it works. That being said, Al, it's just kind of a bummer that you have to be like oh, the ridiculous. CEO of a corporation to go to a Super Bowl game. That you have to be able to, you know, say, hey, um, Cindy, have a seat over here. Um, I got bad news. I know that you got into. Um, Cal State Fullerton, and we're really, really happy for you, and you've done a great job, and we want you to have a really nice life, but we've decided we'd like to park the car at the Super Bowl. So you're going to have to take a student loan. Uh, so you Two years community school. college, just... <laughs> There's a lot we, you can get. Get your get. Take all the courses that you were going to take at Fullerton. It's the same thing. But, but honey, we're, gonna, we're we're parking. We, we got like to park, park at SoFi. We'd like to park, and we've made a decision as a family that uh, you need to get online, fill out your FAFSA account, and and see what the government has for you because we're parking the car at the Super Bowl. It's it's bananas. That's that is an insane amount of money. Look, I I kind of get it, and, and we've sure, joked about it. What would you like this loan for? Um, <laughs> Parking, Hot dogs and cokes. Yeah, just parking. <laughs> it's about a hundred yards from SoFi, so yeah. that's what the loan will be used for. You could, How do you plan on paying it back? Uh, I'm going to go bankrupt. I will you, go bankrupt before I pay it back. Yeah, I'm, I'm planning on never leaving. Filing the, for bankruptcy. You could probably make the ten grand back in the amount of time it would take you to get out of the Super Bowl. I mean, it's going to be a bit of a zoo along the way. It's pretty it's crowded crazy. in there, but that that really is an extraordinary amount of money and. I get it. I, I get how markets work, but yikes! If you, if you, what do you do? Uh, Larry Ellison. Yep, you come on in. You, no, you, you're out. Nobody else. Oprah, Larry Ellison, and yeah, Bill that's Gates how they should do it. The that's how they do it. What do you do? Uh, the CEO of Coca Cola. Have you heard of them? Small brand, upstart. You know, up and coming. They could be something one day. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right. Um, By the way, Al- does that does that not make you for a quick second just kind of appreciate? And again, I know this is the Super Bowl, so it's not like this is every game. No, they shouldn't be but, giving them away at Big Five. I mean, <laughs> I understand that, but they're, they're, this isn't you fill up a tank of gas at seventy six and they give you two tickets to the game. I understand it. I understand that this is not a typical event, but there is a point where it becomes ridiculous. Right? Does it? Doesn't it make you kind of appreciate? You know, how sometimes we, a lot of times, we say, "Man, why did baseball play so many games?" What do you mean, there? 67 games in, and they still have 95 left or whatever the number is, Third of the way home. (laughs) Right. right. So with with that being said, there is something about baseball where you can do this a couple hours before, and it's a Tuesday, and you're like, yeah, we'll go to a Dodger game. Let's go to the Dodger (laughs) game tonight. You know, and it's actually reasonable. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. So I've hesitated to – bring this up with you because okay. I don't want I, I want to have a good show with you I want you to be in a good mood Alan I care about you I want mm-hmm. I want you to have good feelings inside but this LeBron is, is not going to play tomorrow yeah um, it looks like he may miss some additional games after that the irritation in the left knee and it just 
Oh, this this is the one thing you, we could talk about. Hey, maybe Russell Westbrook will figure it out. Hey, maybe mm-hmm. when Anthony Davis comes back, yeah. he'll be more of a consistent performer. All of these things are are hopes and dreams, right? This is the nightmare. This is that LeBron James can't go. There is no yeah, just wait. This this is incredibly difficult news for Laker fans. All right, so I'm going to read out the exact um, a tweet here from Sham Sharani, the Athletic. Lakers star LeBron James expected to miss Wednesday's game versus Portland. Could be out a few more games. Due to irritation to his left knee, sources tell the Athletic, the stadium, sides want to be cautious, allow James to return once irritation subsides. So I was thinking about this when I when I originally read it, and you and I spent a little time on this. Look, when he he missed the last three games of the road trip, it came out of nowhere, Trav, out of yeah. nowhere. They beat the, the Remember, they beat the Brooklyn Nets, and there was a little bit of excitement because AD was back. And it yeah. was, okay, and well, he played well. These three players are going to be together and let's see what they do and, and let them kind of build together before we get to the All-Star break. That lasted for 24 hours, and then it was LeBron questionable, left knee soreness. Now we know it's at least four games that LeBron's going to miss. They got seven games left, as in count those three plus the one tomorrow against Portland, and they play the Clippers the following day. They play It's back-to-back, so he's probably going to – let's say he misses this week. You're at six games that he misses in a row. After this week, there's only four games left before the All-Star break. Yep. You shut him down before the All-Star break? I think so. I mean, look. look That's we, seven games right there counting. counting. Yeah. There's seven games before the All-Star break. Do you just say, hey, let's be cautious here and let's shut him down? Here, there's here, an here. other side to it. but This is literally the, the you have two options, awful and worse than that. Mm-hmm. Those are your two options at this point if you're the Lakers. The awful option is – you continue to sit him down. You decide that you're going to wait till the All-Star break or after the All-Star break because if you shut him down, now what do you got? You're basically talking a couple of weeks where he doesn't have to play and maybe the inflammation comes down and maybe he's able to go. But in the meantime, you're probably tricking off a handful of games along the way and getting deeper and deeper into a hole that is going to be more and more difficult to get out of. That's mm-hmm. option one, being... Maybe if he comes back two weeks, healthy, good to go, we, he can put this thing on his back and he can get to the finish line. It's not a great plan, but it might be literally the only plan. Because the other plan is you play him, mm-hmm. and he's in and out of the lineup. He's in mm-hmm. one, he's out one, he's in for a couple of weeks, he's out for another week. That this thing, Because if this is, like you said, if this is an injury that just popped up out of the blue and he's missed the better part of a week, then this is something that could pop up again and cost him another week or another two weeks, that this in-out thing is probably the worst of two terrible options, whereas shut him down and we're almost back to where we were a year ago, which is, hey, listen, let's just get in and see what happens. We know how that looked last year. It was a, dis- it was a disaster. It didn't work, and it- I don't think it would work again, but it might be your only card to play. So if they don't play him the rest of this week, they play Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, and they don't play again until a week from today. Mm-hmm. If they shut him down the rest of this week, he'll basically have been off for 13 days, almost two full weeks. Going into the All-Star break. Not going into the All-Star break with still some games left to go. So I'm counting after the game against Brooklyn, right? He played Brooklyn, then he didn't play for 13 days if he doesn't play the rest of this week because their next game won't be until Tuesday after this week ends. So I just mentioned that because you're right. This is the, – the Lakers, their scenario is very simple. The conversation you and I were having, and I think a lot of people thought, and I was not only sold on this, I mean, I I believed it to be true, that Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook, they can carry the load if they need to. If if the Lakers are in a position coming into the season, I I think, you know, finding out right now that LeBron James is going to miss some games before the season started, that's not too much of a surprise. No. 37 years old. No. Walking into 19 seasons, the whole thing. I don't think anybody would be shocked by that. The problem I think the Lakers have, and this is a perfect example of what happened on Sunday, can Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook keep the Lakers afloat when LeBron James is not there? The answer is no. No. They cannot. No. They're 5-10 and 10 without LeBron James. Okay? And the reason why I mention that is because they should be able to keep the Lakers afloat. They are two all-stars in the NBA. They should be able to beat teams like the Portland Trailblazers, the Clippers, and the New York Knicks. Those are the three teams they have coming up this week. Trav, do I feel confident that would happen? Of course I wouldn't. Right. They were up They were up 10 points against the Atlanta Hawks on Friday, and all they had to do was just not collapse. They gave up 38 points. That's with Russ. That's with Malik Monk. That's with Anthony Davis. So I, I think the, what, what you're explaining is you're right. It's either 
you kind of roll the dice, which I don't think the Lakers are going to do with LeBron. It, it yeah. doesn't sound like a smart strategy. Or you but it say, may be the only play. It, it, it may be the better of the two options. The other option is he's hurt for good. Right, right. So you're saying the only option is wait till he's good yeah. to go. Yeah, I mean, right? that, that's it. Which, which I think that's exactly what they're going to do. But if that does mean you shut him down to, let's say, the All-Star break, that's seven more games. Over those seven games, even if you want to be optimistic and say the Lakers go three and four mm-hmm. in those seven games without LeBron James, again, they're five and ten without LBJ. A couple of these games, you got Milwaukee, you got Utah, you're at Golden State. One of those games are on the road against the Blazers. That's mm-hmm. always a kind of a difficult place to play. If you just went three and four, that means you're walking into the All Star break four games below 500. Kind of just puts it in perspective of where, where they could potentially be. I, I'm not going to lie, y'all. You, yeah. you said something a, a, a minute or so ago that literally stopped my brain cold that I want to talk about when we come back. You, you said something that I cannot wrap my head around that literally makes no sports sense whatsoever. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Al, do you think there's a way that I can get Matthew Stafford to re-record that where he just says my name and leaves you out of it? Do you think that that's a possibility? 100%. You're as excited. I want, I want to be as excited about it as you are, but I, I think it's going, to be t- it's going to be one of these, you know, Travis Rogers, host of the uh, Rams Countdown to Kickoff on 710 yep. ESPN. And then let's leave Kirk out of it, too. Just me. Let's just have a moment where it's just me. I, I think that would be – that's what I need to so get thoughtful, my – So thoughtful, bro. My Send an email. <laughs> Send an email. Matthew.Stafford uh-huh. underscore. <laughs> underscore nine at uh, yahoo.com or something he's like gmail that. he's gmail he's a gmail guy yeah, yeah you, gmail know. Guy. you guys yeah. you guys are tight it's time for some straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless straight talk wireless no contract no compromise here's the straight talk that bakery shook you up this morning because the second we went to our break you I went trap, right back trap. at it you're, you're not right gonna believe it. it you would yes. not believe these baguettes you're you're all in i i this is usually we've, we've done a little role reversal like you're fired up about the bakery you found okay. this morning this so, is terrific so this I've been to it before, but during since COVID time, you can't go in. All right, so everything is window display. Just as if I'm at. Uh, oh, that's a tease. That's no good. Oh, I want to. I want to smell the stuff. Bro, I want to walk around. Big time tease. Here's the problem. So window display. You're sitting out there, like you know, literally like an animal. Just you know, uh, <laughs> you got your tongue hanging out because you're looking at every single one of these unbelievable pastries. <laughs> And they got, you know, obviously the signs there. There's other people there too, blah, blah, blah. But you can't actually go in. So everything that you're doing is from the outside. And then when you finally get it, it's like a like a celebration. Look, COVID sucks for 10 million different reasons, but you might have just put that one at the top of the list that I can't walk can't into bakeries in. and, and, and go explore. That's a, that's a bad deal. Don't forget, listen to our show. All three hours. Listen to Mason in Ireland. All three hours. Listen to Sedano and Cap. All three hours because you have a chance to see the battle for the Lombardi Trophy. Keep listening every hour for the Super Sounder, and when you hear it, caller number seven eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Super easy eight seven 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 ten ESPN, and you would qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game, the seven ten super ticket giveaway from your championship radio station seven ten ESPN. Okay, you said something a minute ago. That when you said it, I'm, I'm not doing a radio thing here, I yeah. genuinely am like, wait, how? How? How are the Lakers 5-10 and 10 without LeBron James? I'm not saying they should be 10-5. and 
Okay, I, I'm, I'm, but this is this is not the Sacramento Kings or a, a team like the Orlando Magic that has one player like that's transcended. But the second you go, you can't name another name on the roster. This is the Los Angeles Lakers who have Anthony Davis. They have LeBron. They have uh, Russell Westbrook. You've got guys like Carmelo Anthony. You've got guys like Dwight Howard. And I understand these are older players. I get it. But you have other Malik Monk, for instance. You have guys that have some ability in this league. You shouldn't how, be five and ten. How, how Al? Mm-hmm. I I truly don't understand how a team with that sort of name recognition, Q rating, whatever it is, and I get it. They're a little bit older, but you can't lose two out of every out of every three games. That's, it's insane to me. It makes no sense at all. I know LeBron's their best player, but come on. Well, listen, actually, you know, the whole I know LeBron's their best player, I do think part of the vision was coming into this year that, hey, look, AD, we're propping this dude up. This this guy's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to be coming into this. Michael has said this. Michael said something when before Anthony Davis came back, and this is Michael talking, right? This is Michael um, – Nobody knows the game better than Michael Thompson. Sure. Michael said that when – it was one of the questions I asked him pregame. When AD comes back, what are you expecting? He says something to the effect, AD needs to be the Jordan, Scotty Pippen, uh, LeBron needs to be the Scotty Pippen. As in, this is freaking take over. The guy's only going to be able to do so much. He's 37 years old. There's only so much you can ask from a player that's been in the league for that long. He's now, whether Grant. Michael... I mean, Scott, he, he's not hes not giving you anything that you would need in that cat. There's just the gap between what we thought it was yeah. and what it is. It's its the Grand Canyon wide. It, it's yeah. not just that, you know, it's not quite what... It's its its the opposite of that. It's, it's, it's not just that, okay, we got some guys. They're a bad team without him. How is that possible? If they... Um, if they... Look, maybe they prove us wrong, but it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, prove it because, you know, we haven't seen it, at least since LeBron James has been out. Um, that's why this stretches... You know, you talked about this. When, when LeBron was playing so well, one of the things that concerned you so much is... Look how good he's playing, and you're still hovering at 500. 500. Yeah. You're not, you know, it's not like you're making. LeBron wasn't averaging 29 points a game, and you're sitting in fourth place in the Western Conference. I mean, they're in ninth right now. They're in ninth place in the Western Conference, and if LeBron misses some games, which it looks like he's going to, and if LeBron doesn't, let's just hypothetically speaking, doesn't play until after the All-Star break, or let's just say he misses this week, mm-hmm. then you're pretty much guaranteeing, solidifying that you're going to be three, four, two, three, four, five games below 500 walking in. I, I, I could go back and look this up. You may know it off the top of your head. Have the Lakers been four games under 500 this year? I don't think that they have. I, I know I made the joke yesterday that yeah. three seems to be the range. Like they, I don't think they've been above three games over 500. I don't think they've been below three games under 500. And this, I think that's the number. I think you're right. I, I don't think they've they're been. messing with it right now because mm-hmm. the game that's coming without LeBron James, they're going to fall more than four games under 500. They're going to fall maybe not all the way to 10. They're already in ninth place, and I don't think that they're going to fall out of that window where they're in the play-in tournament. But they're they're getting into that point where they're just cannon fodder for the the knockout round. They're can and if they happen to get out, they're going to get smoked in the first couple of rounds. They they cannot be this bad without LeBron. You don't have to be good, but this is unacceptable. You can't have Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook on your team and be bad. You can't. You you can be not great, but sure. you can't be bad. And they're bad. It doesn't make sense. You know, maybe that that. Maybe that actually does make sense where they've already kind of, all right, this is where we are in the standings. They, they probably think, look, it's not like the Spurs or the Pelicans are going to make some huge rush or even Portland to say, well, Lakers fell out of the, the playing tournament. Maybe they just think, Trav, we're probably going to be in the playing tournament whether we like it or not. That's not going to change. The only question is going to be, will they be in seventh or eighth or ninth? And and there is a difference. I mean, if you're in ninth yeah. place, you got to win two games in a row to get in. If you're in seventh place, you just got to win one. There is a difference where you are in that seating, but – um, I'm sure they're probably looking at this like, well, Dallas or Denver, we're not going to make a run to go past these guys. Playing tournament it is. Take our chances if everybody's healthy. I'm curious what the Laker fans what think a of bummer. it. Those two paths that you have to yeah. shut LeBron down for a while and cross your fingers that he comes back and he looks like he looked through the first part of the season, or do you just kind of ham and egg it through the rest of it? Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Um, 
Jerry West is unhappy again, Al. Yeah, some interesting comments. Huh? <laughs> he's he's upset again. This is not new. Jerry gets upset frequently. He's um, you could you could the, I guess the negative word would be he's moody. I guess the positive word would be he's emotional. Mm-hmm. That that he uh, he, he kind of rides the the peaks and valleys. That's his personality. But like the Lakers didn't have enough on their plate right now, just trying to figure a way to win more than they lose. Now one of their greatest ambassadors, greatest players, greatest executives, the logo of the league is feeling a certain way about the league. It's just it's just the timing couldn't be worse. Quite frankly, I'm, I'm gonna read off this quote. Uh, this is Jerry West tells the Athletics uh, Sam Amick. When I look back, I say, well, maybe I should have played somewhere else instead of with the Lakers, where someone would have at least appreciated how much you give, how much you cared. Can I say something? When I read that, and every time I think of Jerry West, this is the first thing that comes to mind when I think of Jerry West. That's the greatest executive, you know, one of the greatest executives of all time. I agree. And there's so much respect, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm only speaking for myself. There's so much respect from Laker fans to Jerry West. Um, You know, you could look at, okay, well, uh, he represented the Grizzlies, and then he represented the Warriors, and now he's representing the Clippers. And maybe some Laker fans, like, you know, he's on the other side. We don't want to... Bro, you have respect for the guy. The guy is one of the greatest yeah, that, to ever. That's do what it I don't get, job. Al. Yeah, you're 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 so right that I I get clearly, clearly every Laker fan that's actually a fan and understands yes. basketball respects Jerry West. Of course they do, and and this is clearly and and I wish you would be more specific in what sure. he's saying. Sure, because you're right. What he's saying is I wish that people would appreciate what I did for the. Bro, bro, they do. Come <laughs> it's on, Jerry man. freaking West. Come on, if you ask, any, and by the way, you don't have to be my age or my dad's age or your yeah. age. You could be my youngest son, who's sixteen. He knows what Jerry West is about. He yeah. knows that what he means to the league. He knows what he, I think. Mean, this idea that people don't appreciate you is just it, it's it's a wrong and b it's sad, man, because it's it's just not true. What he wants to say, but for whatever reason, just can't say it. There are a handful of people in that building that I can't stand. That's what he wants to say yep. because he very clearly takes a, a in his quotes he carves Jeannie a space where he's not talking about her. Mm-hmm. He goes out of his way a couple of times to say, and I'm not talking about Jeannie. My relationship with Jeannie has always been great. So he's pushing that her, his relationship with her to a different place and saying, I'm not mad at her. Mm-hmm. So who are you mad at? Mm-hmm. Because it's not Laker fans. Laker fans worship Jerry West. They worship him. When we talk about the greatest Lakers of all time, it's Magic, it's Kobe, and it's Jerry West. These are the guys we're talking about. Kareem. People don't appreciate it. Yeah, well, you know, but I think you hit it on the head. I think it's probably just that. I think maybe he feels the organization doesn't appreciate him. Maybe he feels the organization doesn't have the respect that he deserves. But I'll tell you this. You know, you can't. One of the things you can't do is you can't obviously control how others feel. You, you have no, no, you have completely no control over it. But it, listen, if Jerry West tomorrow walks through Crypto.com Arena and it's a Lakers home game versus the Clippers, standing ovation, every freaking Laker fan is going to have respect for Jerry West. They are, and by the way, they should. And if you don't, you just don't know the game, and you don't maybe appreciate what he did for the Lakers in that organization, but. I think you're on to something that maybe it's not it's it's less about to do do fans appreciate him it's probably more maybe and he feels that the organization, organization it's it's a couple or maybe a maybe individual, a little bit large, yeah. maybe a handful of people that he has a bad relationship because there's some more quotes that we'll get to coming up next that just are are flat wrong I wish I would have played somewhere else get out of here that's coming up next it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Did you get that one, Al? That that okay. was that was. That, I only should, I only caught it. Break. I only caught it because I heard you laugh. <laughs> I didn't catch it. If you didn't say anything, I wouldn't have caught it. <laughs> Travis Rogers in the home of the Rams. That's true. That's true. I, I am yeah. here. It is the home of the Rams. Uh, I am. I am. I should probably get started on. Uh, the pregame show, just getting over there, making sure that I'm set up and I'm ready to go. Hundred percent. Apparently, I, so when I went last week, uh, wait, what's uh, the like, setup? Are you guys? Are you in I, the house? TBD, TBD. We're still trying yeah. to figure that out. Um, but going in, and, and Emily and I were talking about this a little bit. Emily, you saw it too. Walking into the stadium, they have a ton of scaffolding already set up for the Super Bowl stuff, and mm. I'm assuming it's going to be like performance stages and merch yeah. and 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 mm. all of the other things that come along with it, but. They are already taking over huge chunks of the area around SoFi Stadium. So it, I got to the game three hours before kickoff. No, it's more like four and a half hours before, three hours before the show started. And it was a zoo down there for the NFC Championship game. So the Super Bowl is going to be bonkers and in how incredibly full that place is. So uh, the home of the Rams and Travis Rogers will be there. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out one by, way or By the, the way, love that. The, the, uh, <laughs> Uh, Bill Orm's got an article out just reading it. So the LBJ piece of this, you know, we were talking about when you get right I back to the Jerry West stuff. I still want to talk about Matthew Stafford just saying my name. Let's talk. We can talk about Bill's piece later. Let's talk more about me being the home play it of again. the Rams. <laughs> play it again. I don't, I don't know let's if Taylor has. Do you have it, Taylor? Can we play that again? I don't think he has it. Hi, this is Matthew Stafford of your Los Angeles Rams. This is Travis Rogers on the home of the Rams, <laughs> 710 ESPN. Son of yeah. a. Yeah, I like it. I like it. We had this something, is... Matt. <laughs> Matt E. We had something, brother. M, M, hook me up. ESPN <laughs> Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. You let, were let, saying. Let me uh, make you feel. Let me make you feel a little worse for a quick second, okay? Please, that's what I'm here for. The 15 games that he's missed, the 36 of the 51 he's missed. They're five and ten. Some of those losses, it was the two against the Thunder. It was the loss of the Portland Trailblazers where you lost, I think, by, by 15. Yeah. And then 24 against the Minnesota Timberwolves. So you were going back to it, and you were like, uh. how does this team with Anthony Davis, with Russell Westbrook, with some of these other players, it's not like you. Were, it's not like those guys were only losing to the Philadelphia 76ers who are a good right. team in the Eastern Conference. They're also losing to some of the bad teams in the, yeah, uh, in the West. I hadn't told me that. That, that, yeah. that makes me very, very upset. Let's go to Garden Grove and start with Fred. Fred, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Fred? Hey, Travis and Slee. First of all, big-time fan. Um, I Thanks, just Fred. want to talk about how the Lakers and their press conferences – are just the most annoying thing this season about it because they keep talking the talk, but they're not walking the walk. And I you know, think you know, Fred, Fred, you know what they act like. It. You know what they act like. They act like they're better than they really are. That's I, I've I've said that a couple times in the post game show where you ever have just like you watch a team right and they act like they're ten games over five hundred, but they're three games below five hundred. They say <laughs> things as if they're. One of the teams in the West, and they're nowhere near it. But continue with your point, because I think that's that's a fair criticism. Also, I just I think honestly, as Laker fans, we've been spoiled countless years by Kobe Bryant playing through injuries. That now that we see everyone getting injured, it's like why can't they play through that? Why can't they play that? But you got to understand that Kobe was just a different breed of playing through injuries. That these normal players that they get injured, they won't play through it. I I I hear what you're saying, Fred, but I don't think I agree with it. I because. LeBron James is in his 19th year and really has LeBron not plays. Been, LeBron plays. LBJ plays. Right. Russell Westbrook plays. Mm -hmm. you know, I think I think what what Fred is talking about. He's talking about Anthony Davis. Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis is the one that misses games. And look, these aren't little my my fingernail hurts injuries. They're real injuries. 
but they happen awful lot. He, he misses a lot for for whatever reason. He misses a bunch of games, whether they're you know devastating injuries, nagging injuries, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about AD because LeBron. Look, first of all. LeBron's got twenty, nearly twenty-four seasons worth of miles on his Jeez. tires. He's going to have a couple of weeks here or there where he doesn't feel his best. LeBron is plays. You know, he plays full stop. Same thing with Russell Westbrook. I don't think it's a we're spoiled with Kobe. I think it's we're frustrated with AD. I think there's a huge difference between those. Well, I, I think there's also look, look. LeBron was an exception to the rule, but today's NBA is not the way it used to be played. I, I hundred percent think that it is encouraged to, well, let's have this guy pace himself for when he gets to the playoffs. Let's have this player, let's not rush him back. Let's not. It's not like it was. So I, I think Kobe would have, it didn't matter what era Kobe played in, Kobe would be playing. So he's. I think he's an exception to the rule. But I also think, Trav, the game has changed. There, I, I don't think it's encouraged as much to play if you do have a nagging injury. I think it is more encouraged to say, let me save this player so he's fresh for the playoffs. That's more common in today's league. I want to go back to Jerry West for a second. I did a piece with Sam Amick and talking about his frustration with the Lager organization and how he feels hurt that they took his season tickets via text message and he was put off by that. And and obviously the relationship between Jerry West and the and the Lakers has soured over the last few years. It's it's in a bad place and that's too bad because Laker fans love Jerry West. They adore yep. Jerry West. They hold him they if you are mentioned in the same breath with Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, that says that that's everything you mm-hmm. need to know. You have the respect of every Laker fan, of every NBA fan. People adore Jerry. He West. drafted Kobe Bryant. It, it made the deal for Shaq. I mean, made they're, they're, the deal for Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> had his fingerprints on so many of these Laker of championships. Yep. And every, and everybody knows. It's not mm-hmm. like it was behind the scenes. And it's like, wait, he did what? Everybody mm-hmm. knows all of this. He's incredibly highly regarded. So when I read. This, this quote, well, maybe I should have played somewhere else instead of with the Lakers where someone would have at least appreciated how much you give, how much you cared. I'm like, Jerry, stop. (laughs) I mean, that's ridiculous. It's Mm -hmm. such a bad quote because, A, everybody does appreciate you and everybody does know how much you are. And here's the flip side of this, and he knows this. His feelings are, are in the way. Yep. Dude, if you played for the Houston Rockets, you ain't Jerry West. You ain't Jerry West. <laughs> you know, if if you played for the Portland Trailblazers, you're not Jerry West. That's just how you're, it there is. Are, there are two places you could have been Jerry West. Where you went and Boston. Those are the two places you could have become what you are, which is one of the greatest players of all time, one of the greatest executives of all time, the logo of the league, somebody that everybody's admired. If you went and played for the I don't know, picking the Atlanta Hawks. I got news for you, man. You're not the guy that we talk about the way you're the guy we talk about right now. It is Remember Jerry West with the Pelicans? <laughs> okay, see? It's just, it's nuts. And he knows it's nuts. And this is how, this is how in his feelings he is. Well, this can is, I? I wish I didn't play for the Lakers. Yeah. I wish I would have played someone else. Get out of here with that! It's you, it's so stupid. We've had we've had conversations before, and I think you, you've said something. I I can't remember if we were talking about Sean McVay, but I remember there was a conversation. We were talking about people who are stubborn. They do it their own way. Mm-hmm. They think their own way. And no matter what happens, and this is what makes them so special. What makes them so great is because. They do truly, genuinely believe my way is the right way. Even if they're wrong, they're like, well, I'll figure it out. That kind of mentality. I think Jerry West, when I think of a – the guy's probably always had a chip on his shoulder. Always had something to motivate him. He's got stuff, Al. He's talked about it. Always finds something to, you know, kind of continue whatever it is, that drive, that passion. I I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but – Man, if this guy is trying to, I, I can't speak for, and I'm sure the organization respects the hell out of him too. And like you said, maybe it's an individual there, here, there, he doesn't have a good relationship with. But when you go to Crypto.com Arena, West has got his jersey up. He's got his statue outside of the arena. It's Jerry freaking West. I don't yeah, know what else you want me to tell you. Say I don't like him. I don't like her. Don't say you wish you didn't play for the Lakers and gone somewhere else where somebody would have appreciated you because we love you. Laker fans love you. It's just it's a terrible, terrible take. Let's go to Agora Hills and Rick. Rick, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Yeah, I think the reason why Jerry West is pissed at the Lakers is because he believes 
that Jerry Jerry Buss screwed him out of a bonus. You know, at the second, uh, the second of the two championships, he was supposed to get, or his story is he was supposed to get a million-dollar bonus. Apparently, it was there was some misunderstanding. Jerry Buss didn't pay him the million-dollar bonus. He got pissed. He left. He went to the Clippers, I guess, or he went to Memphis, wherever he went. He split. He left the Lakers. And Dr. Buss eventually passed away, so there was they'd never officially reconciled. And my guess is, and it wouldn't be Jeannie, because that's not Jeannie's style. Jeannie, you know, did, did it with the Kobe, where, he gave, where she gave him, you know, like uh, money. Basically, she paid him some for money. For what he had done, he really, not, not for yeah. what he was going to do. Yeah. So, um, so that's I mean, not her style to, to go after Jerry. But my guess is, is there's another one of the bus kids that probably aligned with their dad, which is probably makes sense. Rick, I'm, I'm going I'm to jump in here real quick because I, I, I think this is the main point. I, I don't know, Trev. I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I, I don't know what's going on, right? Like I don't have, I don't have this insider within the organization that's going to say, well, that's his side of the story. This is our side of the story. I think it just comes down to this. If you ask any Laker fan out there that knows anything about basketball and knows anything about Lakers basketball – no one doesn't appreciate what Jerry West did for this organization. You know, the only thing I don't like about Jerry West is that these um, quotes. No, <laughs> might be one of them. <laughs> I hated how he was having. I I didn't mind him having success. I just hated that that success wasn't with the Lakers because that's how much I respect Jerry West. You know what I mean? So like, it's it wasn't it it wasn't a it wasn't a shock when he went to Memphis and all of a sudden things started turning around. It wasn't a shock that he went to the Warriors as a consultant. It wasn't a shock that he went to the Clippers as a consultant. Everywhere this man goes, he's arguably the smartest but basketball mind that, in the Al. history of the NBA. Yeah, everybody knows that. That's why yeah. I don't understand what his deal is. Like, I don't understand why what you just said is yeah. not – we know. So, mm-hmm. And if you got a problem with this bus child or Rob Palenka or one of the Rams – whoever your problem is with, have it be with them. Yeah. Don't have it be with the Lakers. The problem you have is because you come yeah, across quote, and sound like you don't you don't get it. What do you mean you went somewhere else with the? He th- there's no possible way that he meant it to sound the way it sounds because he knows what the Lakers mean to this league. He knows that better than anybody. The Lakers and the Celtics built this league, and then Magic and and Larry Bird and Michael Jordan they took it to another spot. They all understand this. To say that I wish it had been somewhere else, it's it's insane. Hey, did you see? Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, Al, did you see that Alfonso Mendez from Santa Ana is the latest person to qualify to win tickets to the big game? So congratulations to you, Alfonso. Make sure you're listening all day long for your chance to qualify to win tickets to the big game, the championship game. So make sure you're listening for that. Taylor, what do you have for us? Did you see that they released a sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix? This version features social media influencers as Leatherface's victims. Good. Tra- Travis <laughs> Lee. How long would you last if you were a character in a horror movie? I think I would be one I'd of I'd be the in guys. the credits. 
<laughs> that's Credits, it. I'm you're, out. You're not yeah. even making it. I, I think I do because I'm not going to do the dumb. I know what's that commercial? It's like Geico or Progressive. Bro, it's hilarious. Where they hide behind the chainsaw. It's the best the commercial I've ever seen. I, hey, let's go in the dark and you'll buy the chainsaws. <laughs> and then the guys behind there shaking his head like, "Are you kidding me? Like this is this is too easy." What about if oh, we just get in the running car? Um, here, here's the thing. I'm a coward. I, I am somebody that is afraid of a lot of things. I'm not mm-hmm. looking to be the guy to walk into the dark room where the lights don't work and they just found my girlfriend's you know, mutilated corpse in the kitchen. I'm leaving. So I think I'm gonna make it to the uh I'm gonna make it to the end of the movie. I'm gonna be one of the last people standing because I'm gonna be the first one to bug out when it's once the once the stuff starts going down, I'm yeah. out of there. Uh, I'm going out quick, Taylor, because I want to go out quick. I don't want this thing. I don't want to go through like while Travis is trying to hide in the home where there's a cornfield behind that goes for acres and that there's, you know, not a light on for, uh, I don't know, 10 miles out or so. Travis is prolonging his death. I'm out quick. I go, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking for the guy. He finds me. We kind of both look at each other. You want to do this right now? Absolutely. And then I'm gone. You offer to uh, team up like a hey, Leatherface. You need like a hand. I know where they are. I'll show you where everyone else is. Look, I get you. A, C- can I get you a water. You want to see? Cindy's in the kitchen, and Billy, he's hiding in the shower on the upstairs bathroom. And let me tell you about Dave. Dave thinks he's being cute, hiding in the garage. He's got to be starving, ready. bro. It's almost he's- midnight. When did you eat lunch? Did you eat lunch today? He's Make hiding behind the door. He's gonna try to club you when you come through. Come through the other door. He's hiding okay, behind wait, the first wait. one. Here's a more important question. <laughs> Are you a horror movie guy? Not particularly. Not particularly. Have you seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I saw it a million years ago, like when I was a kid. I mean, that movie came out in the Movie's 70s. scary as hell. Oh, it's, they're, yeah, <laughs> they're terrible because here's the thing. I know that, like, Saw, right? <laughs> Saw's pretty aggressive. Yeah. That's by the way, I don't, I don't like that horror. <laughs> I like, you know, give me something where you jump out and scare me, not like suffering. I don't need suffering. There's enough terrible things in the world for real. Yeah. I don't need to pretend that there are terrible things in the world. What's next, Taylor? Did you see that the NBA is developing their own version of NFL Red Zone? So kind of a whip around show deal. I'm wondering, will you guys watch this and how exactly will it work? All right. So that, that, I'm curious how they would make it work. Listen, there's NFL Red Zone can't just be replicated. You know, there's a lot of things that go into, you have all these games going on at once. You have the action of you're inside the 20-yard line and, you know, obviously a team's about to score. It's the timing of it, the buildup because you don't score often. Like, there's a lot of things that go, that play to the NFL's favor for the red zone. I don't know how the NBA is going to work. You know, I, I don't know if it's the end of the first quarter and Pelicans are taking on Orlando <laughs> if all of a sudden they got to throw Ingram on. Uh, you know, like, I, I, I'm not sure. But I'm interested. Trav, I, I think, listen, I like the idea and I like the concept. I don't know the details of how yeah. they're going to make it attractive. But the concept of taking something that's successful in the NFL, seeing if you could duplicate it for the NBA – I'm I'm curious. Uh, there's some well, curiosity there. It's a, it's a good idea. When you said, talked about like the Pelicans, the first thing that flashed into my mind was is Zion getting up to go to the snack bar or something like that. I'd want to I'd want to see that portion of it. But look, they've tried this with college football, didn't work. They tried it with Major League Baseball uh, a few years ago, it didn't really work. We'll see what the NBA can come up with. The NFL is its own thing, right? Because Al, you and me. You know, we have our teams. I'm a Rams fan, and yep. you're a Raider fan. Three and, and a half <laughs> weeks now, I think. Maybe it might be a month. It might but, be a month that I've been a diehard Raider that, fan. That's right. But even though I'm a Rams fan and you're a Raider fan, if something comes on and it's the Chiefs and the Jags yeah. and Patrick Mahomes in the red zone, I want to see yeah. what's about to happen. Yeah. If I'm yeah. a Laker fan, and look, I, I want to see Steph, I want to see KD, I want to see Giannis, I want to see these things, but I don't have any interest in you know a late game situation between Indiana and Orlando. I don't. So, care. so here's the thing. This is the only thing I'll say about it. The question is going to be: Do NBA fans, who that's their primary sport, because they're look, there are a lot of people, and it's not just here in the states. This might be worldwide. You know, sure. one of the things that the NBA has is they're incredibly popular around the world. 
It could be, hey, I just love the NBA. So you might not be watching NBA TV, and I'm watching NBA TV. And now all of a sudden, even if it's a game between um, you know, two teams that are mid-pack, it's Denver and Utah you might not have interest in. I'm like, okay, hey, this is an interesting game. They might just be targeting those diehard NBA fans, and, and that might be their market. That's NBA, what the red zone does so well is it gets everybody in the in the tent, right? Mm-hmm. You just we care about these other teams the way we do. Baseball when they had this a million years ago, it sucked because it's like, ooh, it's the seventh inning, they're down two, they got a guy at second base, Pirates, Mets, and 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 oh, by the way, it's even it's a if two two count, it's a ground ball to second base, nothing happens, right? The, the whole the whole point of baseball is what might happen. Got to get this game. There's only 97 (laughs) games left. The point of baseball is, hey, do you bunt this guy over? Do you pitch to this guy? Do you not pitch to this guy? Only in the playoffs do we care about each and every pitch and not the anticipation of it all. That's pretty funny. Interesting idea, but uh, I'm, I'm skeptical to say the least. Taylor. Did you see that Kevin Porter Jr. was jawing at Steph Curry last night? His plan kind of backfired and Curry went off for 40 points. But how do you react when someone starts talking trash on the court or in life? I would love to, Al, be the Steph Curry of this. Like, I, I, I am not somebody that chirps back, but it yeah. does. I do hear it. 100%. It, it does motivate me. It no does question get me about going it. about yep. it. But I'm also not somebody that's going to start. I, I like what Steph did where he never said a word. He said, um, do you know who you are and do you know who I am? Because I'm getting ready to absolutely humiliate you. And he did it without saying a word. He did it by scoring 21 points in the fourth quarter and just murdered them along the way. That's the best way. to. That's how I would like to do it. Usually I just don't say anything and I crater under the pressure. Okay. <laughs> Okay, listen, I'm with you. When people run their mouth, and it happens, people run their mouth, whatever it is, okay? I'm not one that's going to react to it. Oh, but I remember it. I'm sure you're kind of the same way. You know what was so baller about Steph yesterday? Mm. Like you just said, the dude's chirping right in his ear. Steph's looking like he's looking over to Kerr. What, do you, what are we running right here? Cool. Wiggins, come off a screen. That, he's not paying any attention. And you know what he's doing? I'll drop 40 on you. <laughs> and I don't have to say a thing. But you'll remember that I dropped 40 on you. And you're not only going to think twice of talking trash to me, but if there was anybody else in the league, any of you young players that are up and coming in the NBA that were thinking of talking trash to me, you should probably think twice. There's nothing more baller when you say nothing and you shut the guy up, and that's what he did yesterday. All right, so the Rams and the Bengals getting ready for Super Bowl 56 coming up here in uh, a little bit less than two weeks right now. I think that a lot of Rams fans have put the cart ahead of the horse. I want to get into exactly what you Game's need over. to be worried 31. about. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not what's happening. We'll do that next. It's Travis Lee, what's 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 